0: blessed me listen if you have a copy of the word of the lord whether it be in print or technology go with me to the old testament book of second kings second kings chapter 7 if you don't mind standing with me to honor the reading of god's holy word. y'all got a clean pastor too i got to tell y'all we i had so much flesh when I saw him put that on, I was, you know, I was trying to be all deep like I was in the spirit, getting my mind ready to preach. Uh, he put that coat on, all that spirit left, it was flesh. I <laughs> I mean, all of it left, you know what I mean? Second Kings chapter seven, verse three, hear the word of the Lord. Now, there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate and they said to one another, why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now, therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live, and if they kill us, we shall only die. And they arose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians, and when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Syrians to To hear the noise of chariots and the noise of horses, the noise of a great army. So they said to one another, look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to attack us. Therefore, they arose and fled at twilight and left the camp intact. The tents, the horses and the donkeys and they fled for their lives. When these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp, they went into one tent, ate and drank carried from it silver and gold and clothing and went and hid them. Then they came back and entered another tent and carried some from there also and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, we are not doing right. This day is a day of good news and we remain silent. If we wait until morning light, some punishment will come upon us. Now therefore let us go and tell the king's household. So they went, called to the gatekeeper of the city and told them saying, we went to the Syrian camp, and surprisingly, no one was there, not a human sound. Only the horses and donkeys tied in the tents intact. And the keeper of the gate called out, and they told it to the king's household inside. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of our God. I want to I preach and teach tonight with this thought in our minds. You're not out of options you are not out of options most most people around the world especially preachers know that my best friend in the entire world next to my wife is the new pastor of the new birth church in atlanta dr jamal harrison bryant we are as close as any blood brothers could ever be jamal has this this thing every year where he goes on a vacation at the beginning of the fall and he finds resorts and places that nobody's ever heard of several years ago he went to this resort he had found in the middle of the Amazon somewhere between Costa Rica and Panama he left on a Monday and flew to Miami from Baltimore from Miami he took a three and a half plane ride hour plane ride to Costa Rica when he got to Costa Rica, he got into a car for another three-and-a-half-hour drive. Jamal said he went to sleep, and when he woke up, he noticed they were still surrounded by nothing but jungle. He touched the driver and said, hey, man, how, how much further do we have to go? And the driver said, Mr. Bryant, you might as well go on back to sleep. You got a few more hours. By the time Jamal got to this wonderful and beautiful resort in the middle of the Amazon he had wasted an entire day and was only going to be there three days. He's mad, he's angry, he's frustrated. Tuesday morning he gets up and he goes to eat pool by, the bre- by breakfast rather by the pool and he runs into a family from Minnesota. He asks the husband and the wife where they're from to which the husband says, oh, we're from Minnesota. Jamal starts laughing and the husband said, what's so funny? He said, well, I'm from Maryland. And he began to chronicle to this husband how long it took him to get to this resort in the middle of the Amazon and how frustrated he was and how he almost told the driver, turn around and take me back to Costa Rica. The man began to laugh back at Jamal and Jamal said, what's so funny? He said, do you mean to tell me that your travel agent didn't tell you that when you landed in Costa Rica, you could catch a helicopter ride and be here in 45 minutes. He looked at Jamal and said, That's a shame. You wasted a whole day of futility, anger, and frustration and almost went back because nobody told you you had options. When Jamal told me that story, I transferred it from the natural into the spiritual because that's one of the things that the enemy desires to do in your life. He wants to convince you that the only option you have is the one option that you're already in. He wants to convince you that where you are is where you've got to stay. He wants to convince you that what you have is all you'll ever get. He wants to make you so frustrated that you get satisfied with marginality. You begin to live without expecting anything beyond what you have because the devil has convinced you that that job is your only option, that where you're living is your only option, that not going back to school is your only option, that sitting in the pew but not operating in the ministry is your only option, there are many people, not any of y'all, y'all real say, but back home, there are a whole lot of people who are stuck where they are and have become satisfied with mediocrity because they are convinced that the only option they got is the one they're in right now. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm preaching already because there's somebody in here tonight. The devil has you on the edge of giving up. He has you on the precipice of quitting he has you on the threshold of turning back because he has convinced you that nothing else out there has your name on it. The devil wants to convince you that you don't have any other options. He, What he really wants to do, I've discovered this, Pastor, sometimes, watch this, the devil is not always uh, trying to get you to go backwards. Sometimes he just wants to get you stuck. Yeah, he's not always trying to get you to go backwards because what you don't realize is stuck really is going backwards. God help me teach you tonight. Sometimes the devil just wants to get you stuck. Here's stuck. Stuck is when you're too scared to leave and ain't bold enough to go preach Rudolph McKissing. Stuck is when you're too scared to get up from where you are and ain't bold enough to go see what else God has for you. Stuck is when you are frozen by indecision and paralyzed by fear. Come with me to this text where we see a group of men who could have been stuck And could have felt like they had no other options. If you you were to run down the description of their life, you would discover that they had no business believing that they could have anything beyond what they have. Can I just break it down for you? The text, notice if you will, the text says that they are lepers. Yeah, this is going to get good. They are lepers. Lepers. Isn't it interesting, y'all, that when we are introduced to them, we are not introduced to them by their name, we're introduced to them by their condition. Come here, y'all quiet. Yeah. And it's as if the writer was telling us that what's valuable ain't their name, but what's valuable is their condition. It is as if the writer is suggesting to us that their value is diminished by their difficulty because they are defined by their difficulty. Deficiency instead of being defined by their authenticity we are never told their name but we are told their condition and isn't it a terrible thing when folk don't know your name but they know your condition okay some of y'all still being cute they don't know your name is Jim but they know you 45 living in your mama's house they don't know your name is Sharon but they know you got three children by three men they don't know your name is Bill but they know you have been in prison it's a terrible thing come on y'all about to make me feel like it when folk don't know your name but they know your condition can I tell you something else leprosy was a skin disease Uh, it's a skin disease so watch this two things about that that means they got a condition they can't hide I mean you know it's cool when you can dress so good shout so loud that folk don't know what you're going through i mean it's a good thing when you have perfected the art of fake that nobody knows how rough things are in your life but what do you do when everything you're going through is on public display what do you do when you can't hide what you're struggling with hide what you're dealing with hide what you're fighting against so so they're, they're lepers they're, they're lepers they, they they got this condition we're never told their name they're, their value is diminished by their difficulty they, they've got this condition uh, that is a skin disease yes uh, and the Bible tells us if you read uh, that there was a famine in the land yeah there's a famine in the land and the president I mean the king yeah the, the, the king not the president the pre- I'm sorry Freudian slip the, the president I mean the king the king signed uh, a pot- policy in, uh, to governmental policy listen uh, that everybody with the skin disease had to go live on a ghetto i mean on a leper colony y'all didn't got it yet the king said because leprosy was a skin disease which meant they put you out because something was different about your skin is the mic on they, they treated you differently because there was something different about your skin and i know some of y'all trying to be bad and bougie raindrop drop top but don't act like you don't know what it's like to be treated differently because of your skin i know you had a black man in a white house but don't act like you don't know what it is to be treated differently because last hired first fired soon as you learn the game they change the rules don't act like you don't know So this president, I mean this king, said, "I'm going to sign into law, yeah, a policy. We gonna lock the doors of the city. We gonna cut their health care. We gonna cut their Obamacare. I mean, we gonna cut." their funding. We're going to cut the funding to their schools. We're going to cut the funding for their housing. We're going to cut everything they could have to be equal to us. Then we're going to build a ghetto and not let them get access to the resources and we're going to leave them there to die. So, So here they are. Here they are. Treated differently because of their skin. Here they are, treated like their difficulty was more valuable than their authenticity. God help me in here. And they could have stayed stuck. Some of y'all in here are on your leper colony. What, 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 is, what is our leper colony, Bishop? Whatever you stay in because of what you're scared to go to, that's your colony. Didn't like that. Let me say that one more time. That felt good. Whatever you stay in because of what you're scared to go to, that's your colony. A friendship, a relationship, a job, that apartment, always co signed by somebody. Y'all done got quiet. Whatever you stay stuck in because of what you're scared to go to, that's your colony. And my question to you is what is it you can't leave? To go get what you should have. Because the devil wants you to doubt God and empower your fears God help me but I wish you just touch your neighbor and tell him this is not the season to stay stuck Mm, that was the wrong neighbor turn on the other side tell somebody this is not the season to stay stuck because what these lepers teach us is that you've got to have enough conviction to believe you ain't got to settle for what you got because the text said they begin to have a conversation God help me tonight. See, that was the first problem the king had. Yeah, they had a conversation. Yeah, I told y'all they had a problem with their skin but they have a conversation mm, y'all didn't get it yet because a conversation ain't had with your skin it's had with your mouth mm-hmm. the problem the king had is that he put them out but he didn't shut their mouth because the power of life and death ain't in my skin the power of life and death is in my mouth and I came to tell Carolina tonight open mouths open options so if you really want want options, you got to learn how to start opening up your mouth. God told me to tell you the next people that bold enough to open up your mouth, options are gonna start dropping in your lap. And you oh God. Look at your neighbor who ain't saying nothing. Tell them close mouths, close options. But if you bold enough to open up your mouth, God's going to start showing you options and plans and strategies and vision. Well, look woo, Look at what they got I'm having fun. Look at what they say. They say, if we sit here, we're going to die we go down there we probably gonna die so if we gonna die we go at least die trying to get more than we got right now. Come here, I don't know who that's for. But is there anybody tonight that ain't ashamed to wave your hand to declare, I know I made more for what I'm settling for. I know God's got more for me than what I've been looking at. I believe God's got greater than what I've been settling for. Tonight is the night where you open up your mouth and options begin to drop in your lap. Let me let me show you. Three quick principles that's going to bless your life. Let me give you the strategy. Three points. Here's the first one. Everybody you count, you can't count on. Okay. Everybody you count, you can't count on. Okay. 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 There's never a waste for words in the Bible, never, never. And the Holy Spirit got too much integrity to leave anything out. Just work with me for a minute, I promise it's going to make sense. I told you lepers live on leper colonies. Hmm, It's going to get good. I had a question for the Holy Spirit because there is a number of particularity in the text that ain't necessary for the story. What you mean? Okay. All you got to do is read it. It said, now there were four lepers. Four wasn't even necessary. It could have just read, now there were lepers. Could have just read, now there were some lepers. But the Holy Spirit does not give us uh, the generality it gives us the specificity talk boy it doesn't say some it says four mm. now they lived on the colony with hundreds y'all ain't got it yet so there were hundreds on the camp uh, but only four in the conversation y'all didn't get it yet there were hundreds in the camp but there were only four in the conversation i had to ask the holy spirit holy spirit why was it necessary to tell us there were only four and the Holy Spirit said, because uh, while there were hundreds in the camp, uh, there were only four that were thinking about getting out. God help me. Everybody else was satisfied being stuck. And when you're trying to get better, you ain't got time to talk to folk who trying to stay where they are. Y'all better hear me, everybody. You count, you can't count on. Can I preach it here? Don't you dare allow people to infringe their fear on your aspirations. Did you hear what I just said? Everybody, you count, you can't count on. If they ain't trying to be better, if they not trying to go higher, if they not trying to live holy, if they not trying to get their credit straight, if they not trying to get out of debt, if they not trying to open up a business, if they ain't trying to go back to school, I'll see you later, boo. I still love you, but you can't go with me where I'm going uh, because I can't afford to be dragging with me people who ain't trying to go where I'm going. Everybody count. You can't count on. Everybody in your family ain't got your faith. Everybody in your community ain't in your corner. Everybody with your skin ain't your kin. Everybody your color ain't your kind. And everybody your kind ain't got to be your color. They just got to have the same faith and the same tenacity and the same mindset. And you don't need a whole lot of them. You need three because you make four. See, y'all got quiet now because most of us get off on social media theology. Because Facebook told you you had 5,000 friends. You bleed all your stuff onto the pages of Facebook as if everybody that read it is your friend. But because you don't want them to know how jacked up your life is, you post and create a 60-second fake reality to try to make folk think your life is bigger than it really is. Let me tell you something. I'm 53. I learned learn. I don't need a whole lot of friends. You got to hear me. The higher you get, the smaller your circle gets. If you still got the same friends you had 30 years ago, something wrong. Yeah, you still got some of them, but if all of them still the same, something is wrong. Can't tell you something I Must back this count. I'm going to make up a word. Is that cool? Um, in this foursome, in this foursome, Pastor Moore, there, there are no leperless people in the foursome. What, what you mean, Bishop? Ain't nobody in this conversation who ain't got leprosy. Okay, let me put it another way. Ain't nobody in this conversation who's leperless trying to tell people who got what they never had how to deal with it. Come here, y'all got Korea. Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody in this conversation who is who does not have or has not had what they got trying to tell them how to handle what they're going through. See, because when I'm trying to be better and when I'm struggling with the stuff that's happening in my flesh, I don't need these holier-than-thou apostolic fake folk who act like they've been holy all their life. Baby, it's easy to be holy when you ain't got options. Come on, I need the real folk in here. It's easy to be saved when you ain't got option. I don't need them perfect people talking to me. I need some keeping real, down fourth flat. Folks folk who can say I'm saved but I struggle. I'm anointed but it gets hard. I'm trying to get out just like you. Now if that's you, touch your neighbor and tell them baby I ain't got to be fake with you. I'll tell you life is hard. Life is real. But if we touch and agree, we can get out of this to get everything God has for us. Everybody count? Can't count on. Here's here's second principle. Here's second principle. Your move of faith releases God's hand of favor. Okay. It's going to get real dark for about 10 minutes. Um, um, Yes. It's going to get real dark the weapon against stuck write this down, tweet it, it's good, it's good. the weapon against stuck is execution um, and you can't execute staying stuck okay, let's go to the text so the lepers have had this conversation Um, you know, if if, if we sit here, we're gonna die, if we go down there, we're gonna die. So one of them said, so well, that's cool. let's go down to the Syrian camp. If they kill us, then they just have to kill us. At that point, they got a plan. they got a strategy. But if they don't do nothing else, they still stuck. They got plan, they got a strategy. They got a three-step strategy. They got a plan. But if that's all they do, they still stuck. And I know why some of y'all quiet. Because you got a plan. You know, we get we get real apostolically deep. The Lord done shown you the vision. And we get so I get so tired of all of that. You know, the Lord has shown me how to get out of this. you said that five years ago and you still right where you were when you said it because a strategy without execution ain't nothing but overactive imagination that boy's preaching and we got a whole lot of church folk with overactive imagination We got a whole lot. Now, I know I'm getting in trouble. We got a whole lot of church folk love to cut their kojic step and dance. Now, my child, the Holy Ghost failed today, but your life is raggedy. That's why I don't get impressed anymore by folk who dance. And I get sick of folk who need to dance to claim they had church. Come here, don't get quiet. If you got to dance to say the Holy Ghost showed up, number one, you're biblically illiterate because the Bible don't never say the Holy Ghost's job is to make you dance. The job of the Holy Spirit is to call to your remembrance everything you've been taught. Don't get mad with me. Get mad with the Holy Ghost that wrote it. Shout and run and fall out. Got the white sheets, faking tongues, and stuck. They had to execute. It's real simple. The text says, watch what the text says. The text said they had this conversation. Verse 7, therefore they arose. It was so simple y'all missed it. They didn't talk and then just sit. Now I know I'm going to get in trouble. Um, they didn't come up with a strategy, a plan, and then say, okay, let's, hope, let's have a prayer meeting. <laughs> then they didn't get a strategy and a plan and then sit still. talking about, we're going to sit still and wait on God. God, I know I'm get in trouble. They, they didn't call for the pastor of the colony and let the pastor of the colony pimp them and say, if you bring me $1,000, it'll happen for you. Listen, y'all blame this on how tired I am. No, there's a time to pray. There is a time to sow. There is a time to wait. But there's also a time to execute. And when it's time to execute, that ain't the time to be deep. You can't get your credit straight praying. Is the mic on? You can't get out of debt online shopping. You can't grow in faith and get in ministry and you only come on Sunday morning. I'm glad don't none of y'all know where I'm staying. Y'all be coming to get me tonight. You've got to execute. It's the Bible. Faith without is dead. Touch three people and tell them it's time to execute. It's time to execute. Now, I'm about done. Now, here's what's interesting. Here's, here's, here's what's interesting. When, when they first started the conversation, they said, You know, we stay here. We might die. Because we ain't got no food, famine in the land. We go down there. Them Syrians going to put something on us. We're going to die. But then they got up. Here, here it is. God, this is good. The reason they got up is because they raised concerns but not excuses. Because it, excuses are the enemy of execution. Jesus, help me they, they they named everything they got to face. See, faith ain't ignoring reality. Faith is knowing your reality ain't got the power. Y'all ain't happy. I'll come back to y'all. Yeah. It don't say I don't have faith because I raise concerns. I just don't let those concerns become excuses, and they arose. Now, now, can I show you what happened when they got... Y'all going to tell listen, I'm, I'm a closet Kojic, Doc. So you can jump me in time. I'm real Kojic. I'm real Kojic. But if you jump me, jump me in D-flat just in case. Because I'm real Kojic. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you jump me from the back, I'll be all right. Watch this now. Watch what happens when they get up. Oh, this is good. They get up to go to the camp. This finna get so good. They said, if we go down there, there is an army... That will block our blessing. There is an army. That will obstruct our opportunity. But when they got there. The thing they thought. Was going to block them. Was gone. They, They said there's something down there. That can stop us from getting what we want. And when they got there. The thing they thought they'd have to fight, God had already moved it. I'm glad y'all didn't shout because that ain't the shout. The shout is not that God moved it. The shout is when God moved it. Come here. I'm in the book. The Bible says the lepers got up to go down there at twilight. The Bible says that God caused the Syrians who were down there to hear the sound of the horses and chariots of a mighty army. Watch this. So they ran at twilight. Y'all didn't get it. Come back, come back. The lepers left there to go down there at twilight. God moved what they thought they would have to fight at twilight. Y'all still didn't get it. They left over here at twilight. God didn't wait to move the block till they got there. God moved what was in their way at the same time they left from where they were y'all didn't get it God said I'm so awesome that if you get up by faith over there I'll be with you and down there at the same time moving stuff out of your way I don't want to tear this Baptist church up but if any of y'all gotta shout God told me to tell you if you would just give him a quick praise wherever you need him he's gonna be there right y'all ain't really y'all ain't really shouting God told me to tell you right now if you got enough faith to believe that he's here with you but at the doctor he's here with you but at the interview he's here with you but in the hospital he said don't wait till you get there to shout shout right now cause at 8.33pm God is moving everything out of your way while you're over I want you to encourage three people and tell them he's moving it in your house right now. He's moving it at the interview right now. He's moving it in the hospital right now. He ain't just moving it for you, but he's moving it for your children. He's moving it for your grandchildren. He's moving it for your great grand. Oh, hold on. So they get there, The says they found a couple of things. They find, oh, this is going to get good. So they went there for food. Everybody say food. says when they got there, they found housing, transportation, finances. Y'all don't, y'all don't read the Bible. Come here. Tents, that's housing. Horses and donkeys, that's Alexis. Jewelry, that's stocks and bonds. Y'all ain't got it yet. All they went there for was food. But because they had enough faith to go, they didn't just find food, God help me. They found housing, yes. They found clothing, yes. They found transportation, yes. They found financing. Because God is so awesome. When you operate by faith, he won't just give you what you're looking for. He'll give you what you didn't expect to get. God is so awesome. He doesn't just give you sufficient supply. He gives you extreme abundance is there anybody in here who can say i'm tired of sufficiency and i'm ready for increase and overflow now if you want to stay where you are you can sit down but if you say god give me abundance right now i dare you to open up your mouth somebody about to get a house somebody about to get a car somebody's finances are about to take hold on hold on hold on I got 59 seconds I got one more point hold on hold on not only was it extreme abundance it was Abandoned abundance. The abundance they found wasn't theirs. It was something somebody else owned but didn't value it enough to take with them. God said, I'm about to give you land you didn't churn, houses you didn't build. I just heard something in the Holy Ghost. God said, I'm about to give this church property somebody else didn't take care of. I'm just talking about what the Holy Ghost just told me. Now, if you part of this church, you better scream like you believe prophetic utterance. God says there's some property that's got somebody else's name on it, but he's about to give it to you because of your faith shake your neighbor's hand tell them if you don't want it I'll take it you can act like it ain't a blessing if you want to I'll sit right here and let God give it I see property I see property I see property That y'all been driving by not thinking about because somebody else's name is on it. God just told me to tell y'all the name is going to change before the end of the year. And it's going to belong right to this. Okay, I got to go. I got to go. I got one more thing to tell you. I got one more thing to tell you. I got one more thing to tell you. Here's the last thing I'm going to tell you. You have to learn how to have proper stewardship of your sustenance. And whatever God gives you, you got to learn how to manage it. See, this new prosperity theology doesn't mess the church up. Because this, these pimps, Now, don't get me wrong. I, do I look like I believe in being broke? No. I don't believe in being broke. I believe in prosperity. What I don't believe is that your prosperity becomes the barometer of your faith in favor. I believe in prosperity. I, let me tell you something. I ain't trying to be broke. I'm trying to drive the best car. Have the best tailor-made suits. Where my faregum? I'm not trying to be broke, but I understand that the sign of your favor with God ain't cause you rich. I know broke folk with more joy than rich folk. Hear me, hear me. When when God blesses you, it ain't for you. Hear me tonight. You are simply a conduit for God to get blessings through, for you to release to somebody else, for you to make room for more. You didn't get it. Come back. Come back. You're not a cup. You're a conduit. God has not assigned you to keep all your blessing to yourself. There's some stuff God gave you that didn't have your name on it. There's some stuff God gave you that had somebody else's name on it. He told you to give it to them, but you were selfish and you kept it. And you wonder why you stay sick, broke, and messed up. Okay, so y'all think I'm making it up. Let me go to the text, and I'm going to be done. So they're enjoying all this abundance. I mean, they're enjoying it. I don't know which one of the four did it. Cause text I said but one of them said yo but well, they didn't say yo that's my interpretation yeah. like yo this ain't, right. This ain't even right, right. say we can't keep this to ourselves now I'd have been cool if they had said let's go back to the leper colony and tell our other disenfranchised brothers and sisters what we found right. but, but I got too much see I'm, I'm hood and holy <laughs> I mean you can judge me I don't, I don't really care I'm, I'm hood and holy, so the hood part of me got a real issue with this story. Cause they they said, "Let's go tell the king's household. It's the king <laughs> that put him out and left him to die." I'm glad y'all jumped up early. Are you mature enough when God blesses you to share the blessing with the very people that try to kill you to keep you from getting it? See, you have not shown maturity because you bless folk you like. Can, can you bless the brother or the sister that got the promotion that they only found out about because you asked them to pray for your interview? Can you be happy for him? When he dated you for four years, never put a ring on it, and then broke up with you and married somebody else. Oh, it's quiet in here now. You ain't mature because you bless folk you like. you mature when you bless the folk can't stand you and you don't like them. Because the text between the lines shows us how to do this. It's the king's fault they got blessed. They only went down to the camp because they had a conversation. They only had a conversation because the king put them out. The king put them out and they had a conversation. They had a conversation and they went to the camp. If the king had never put them out, they'd have never had a conversation. If they'd have never had a conversation, they'd have never gone to the camp. So they only went to the camp because they had a conversation. They only had a conversation because the king... If the king had minded his own business, they'd have never got their blessing. Some of y'all need to go home tonight and send a two-word email to all your haters. Thank you. Because your rejection was my selection. When you put me down, that's when God raised raised me up. I need you to high-five somebody real quick and tell them I got some enemies I need to thank because they're the reason I'm blessed. They're the reason I look this good. They're the reason I smile like this. Hold on. I'm done. Here we go. last thing I will to tell you. Watch this. So they go to the king's house. Check out what they said. We went to the enemy camp, the camp of the Syrians. And all we found (laughs) was the horses and the donkeys and the tent. (laughs) We went to the enemy's camp. And all we found, found some food, found horses, found the donkeys, and the tents were still up. Bible readers, I know y'all are we went to the enemy's camp, what you find we ain't find much found some food found the horses and donkeys and the tent was still standing they lied y'all don't see it that ain't all they found so I'm saying Holy Spirit Why did they lie? And the one's saying it's right in the book. Read it again. They got the jewelry and went and hid it. It's time to go. God bless you. May the Lord watch between me and you while we absent from one another. Um, But if you don't shout on this, I'm putting the mic down and I'm going home. Which means if they hid some of what they found, they got blessings they ain't told nobody about. I know this ain't for all y'all, but is there anybody in Carolina tonight that can say there's some stuff God did for me in private that I ain't never told nobody about? I'm looking for the real folk tonight who can say, God blessed me don't do that boy, I'll, I'll get off in here, come on, high five your neighbor real quick, I was just playing Which is, you. you can come on, high five your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor I haven't told everything the Lord's done for me, I've got some private blessings because I've had some private struggles, I've had some private battles, I've had some private fights is there anybody in here who can say I haven't told my whole story, cause if I told you Everything I've been through, you wouldn't want to sit next to me. But I've had some private fights, which means I've had some private victories. Shake your neighbor's hand and tell your neighbor, I got some private victories. I've got some private testimonies. God has brought me out of some stuff folk didn't even know I was going through. God has delivered me from some struggles nobody knew about God brought me out And I didn't say nothing to nobody God made a way for me And I kept it to myself But tonight is the night I got to give God the praise Shake your neighbor's hand And tell him, neighbor Tonight is the night I give God a public praise For my private victories I give God a public praise For my private struggles I need somebody Who ain't ashamed tonight To to wave your hand For your private victory To shout for joy Because of your private victory To open up your mouth and holler Because of your private victory Your neighbor don't know Everything he's done for you Your neighbor don't know Every way he made for you But I... Gotta feel it! I- you got some testimonies you ain't never talked about would you find two people and tell them one thing you ain't never told nobody find somebody that don't know what you went through and tell them the Lord's been good better than you'll ever know the Lord brought me out of things I've never shown you the Lord delivered me in ways I never seen so let the redeemed of the Lord, open up your mouth, give God a praise, open up your mouth and shout for joy, open up your mouth and give God glory, say yeah, say yeah. yeah.